three, two, one, fake clap. Welcome to the Afro Taku Podcast. Sorry, my camera keeps moving. Episode 57, the podcast where we talk about anime, manga, and everything else. I'm Mr. Good Guy, AKMGG, and I'm joined here by my co-host who will introduce himself starting right now. Hey, it's Flavor 5. What's going on? It's Jugger. What up, what up, what up? I am Gramps. Okay, um, all right, so let's go over to this next topic. Let's talk about the uh, the tournaments that we had last month. Favorite mm-hmm. sports anime. Mm-hmm. I want to hear y'all niggas' opinions on on what the fans had at the top of their list. Like, actually, that's a good question. Uh, what, what, what did they have uh, for number one? Hajime no Ippo. One? And, Niggas roll for that shit hard, bro. And I could, I mean, I could see it. I mean, like the the history is there. Um, I, I don't know much about the anime. I checked it out like a long time ago, but it's one of those like long standing classical just animes that you just that just hits. You know what I mean? So I mean, as far as it getting number one, I understand it. Is it my number one? No, but it's like I, I can't really dog anybody looking at the list calling Ajime you know Evo their favorite. I mean, I know that I personally never watched Hajime no Ippo, so I'm like, okay, um, I guess. Uh, but, you know, I, I, can, I can't see there being a whole lot of variety, um, given how long this uh, the show has been going on. I can't see a whole lot of variety with all of the different fights that he has. Like, for example, with, like, for, um, when we're looking at Kuroko basketball or whatever, you're seeing all of these different options that niggas can have as their quote unquote superpowers when they're um, doing all these crazy basketball moves. You can have somebody with a crazy jump shot, you can have niggas with crazy dribbles and all of that. And this fucking boxing um, anime slash manga, nigga, you're just throwing different types of punches or whatever and fucking slips and, and everything. So I'm like, Okay, so you what the next nigga is just gonna be an even stronger person that you gotta knock out and throw probably even more punches. That's just my guess. I don't know. It's probably something that's a lot more lit when it actually comes to watching it. So I've watched Hajime no Ippo. Um, I'm not, I haven't watched it to completion, which I'm pretty sure there'll be people that are like, Well, you didn't watch it to the end, so you don't get tight, man. Whack. I don't know, you know, hey, Jug would be a nice. I ain't going to be nice there because I just got to tell y'all, y'all opinion, Garbo, bro. No way. <laughs> There's no way. Like, the only way you're picking Hajime no Ippo as the top out of all of these is if you was just like, bro, Hajime no Ippo, the only one I watched, which is what I believe has to be the case, is that the majority of niggas are still asleep on sports anime, which y'all need to wake up. Um, really? But maybe you say Hajime no Ippo because I think – I mean, obviously, I haven't been watching uh, Adult Swim recently, but when I was a kid, I think the only of these that came on Adult Swim was Hajime no Ippo. Uh, the only way you was watching Ice Shield is if you went to the to the uh, the, um, the the damn. What do we used to call those? Like a blockbuster, a movie store. Mm-hmm. That was the only way you were gonna find those. I ain't gonna. Uh, I've I mean, never seen Hajime no Ippo on TV a single time. I, I think this one was on. on if on, it uh, if it was, I actually forgot too. But I thought Prince of Tennis used to come on um two ninety way back when. Used to come on, you're right. That Prince I do remember. Um, but yeah, the rest of these, yeah, I don't think so. 
Yeah, but no. I feel like I don't know. I feel like a lot of people probably would sleep on Prince of Tennis because it's tennis. Uh, not just like it's not the most popular sport. But I mean, I think I mean, boxing is really three. popular. I don't know. I'm suspect on this one. Haven't watched Hajime no Ippo. It's cool. I feel like he gave me like, you know, Deku vibes. Like, yo, he was a boxer with really just like one skill. He just like hit people real hard. And uh, he had to kind of strategize around that. Um, and then, you know, he got better over time. But like, I don't know. I think the strategy of it was good. But there's nothing Hajime no Ippo does better than anything on here, in my opinion. Like story, strategy, animation, which I think is a big part of the sport, is anime. I think strategy and animation are the two things people really come to watch sports anime for, whether they realize it or not. That's and true. then the third thing is slice of life, which people really don't realize that that's a lot of the reason they're watching this is because you low-key like slice of life and don't want to <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong, though. So, yeah. But, I mean, I that's, that's I mean, you low-key bring up a good factor, though. I mean, nostalgia hits. I mean, that's another factor that just hits people where it hits people, right? Like, certain titles, like, you can literally have no reasoning behind it, but certain titles in your head, you will subconsciously defend with all your might. Like, period. <laughs> and for Hajime no Ippo, as far as, like, again, like, how old it is and, like, where it hits as far as, like, probably some people's first or first 10 anime, whatever, it hits the origins. So when you have when you see that title in the tournament, people show out. And we saw that they did. So I mean yeah. like fuck. Yeah. But I'll say I at think, the at the very yeah. least though, just based on looking at the first, second and, pl- and and third place with the audience compared to us, their number two and three is our number one and two. So it's like they basically had the same order of what we have for our top three, except they had Hajime no Ippo in the number one spot to kind of shift mm-hmm. it over. So I'm like, okay. So what do we put for number one again? So we had um, uh, Kuroko no Basketball for number one. We had Haikyuu for number two. And we had Hinamaru no Sumo for number three. And they had, um, the audience had Hajime no Ippo number one, Kuroko no Basket number two, and then Haiku for number three. Mm. I mean, that's, I mean, that's interesting, bro. Like, <laughs> I'm just like, mm. I think, I, honestly, I, I'm going to say this right now. Now, I say it a lot. People might think it's a joke, but people really are sleeping on Yuri on Ice. It's the best animated show on this list. I'm going to throw that out there. Uh, okay. We're going to have to make a poll to see how many makers are actually watching it. We're going to have to pick, make a poll that says, yeah, I'm still watching it. It's lit. And, and another option that says, never seen it. And then another <laughs> another option that says, yeah, I saw it, but it's trash. Because I wonder if, if it's just your opinion. If you go mess around and have to get this move goofy in your nomination. Ooh, <laughs> you just got yourself a free card. <laughs> episode, bro. Watch half an episode. And if by at the end of the half of the first episode, you don't tell me this isn't the best animated sports anime, I, I think you drunk. I think it's. I if mean, you I guess my issue. If this was a basketball anime, anime like this, Nick, it'd be golden, bro. But at the same time, it's not, though. Like, that's the the biggest (laughs) point, bro. Like, I hear you. Like, I'm not even trying to say you false, but I mean, like, fuck, this reminds me of Evan Demon Slayer, right? Demon Slayer is a pretty as fuck anime. Like, you cannot call that animation trash for any reason. Yet, as a podcast, we came to a consensus multiple times. 
it's a basic as fuck anime that's yep. literally been now called like the best anime in the decade. And we're like, whoa. And so, like, again, I'm just getting flashbacks on, you know, our Demon Slayer talks by you saying, whoo, half an episode of Yuri on Nights got me. <laughs> so that was mm-hmm. like, bro, I don't know. I ain't What's gonna going on, P5? I ain't gonna I'm, I'm going to kind of bring it into the video game aspect. You know, y'all niggas know uh, Crisis and everything and how that was the original way that niggas um, basically determined how good a, lot, a computer was or whatever. Can it run Crisis? Can it run Crisis? And I mm-hmm. think niggas were definitely hyped for the crisis games just for the graph graphics of it because i played all mm. three of them and they were very very mad there was nothing special about them but they just they just looked very good for you know for their time or whatever and i think it's basically the the same type of uh situation we're dealing with niggas just saying oh this looks good and don't really care about anything else within it they just care that it looks good hey man Saying like visual stimulation, I mean, it's real. <laughs> like, period. I mean, the only thing I would say for video games, though, is that I could see that being more impactful simply because you have more control over it in a sense. So you can like immerse yourself and it could truly like hit you harder than maybe just watching, listening to it, considering like you're now in it also. But I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not trying to be like a Yuri on Ice hater because again, I haven't watched it to be fair. But I'm just saying, I don't think I'm about to watch an ice skating show purely for the animation. But again, yeah, that's just yeah, you, yeah. That's 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 my thing. To, for animation to be the only thing that I'm looking forward to, I'm like, yo, that's it, dang. Exactly. Look at a bunch of pretty pictures on Facebook or some shit. If that's the case, go to Instagram and and look at some photographs of of plants and shit. Hey, man. <laughs> both you both. <laughs> but um, I don't know. In the end, I mean, like, the audience, like, made sense to me with the tournament. So I'm not really, like, mad at nothing. I, it's just, I don't know. It, it floats. I mean, like, as a, as a Grams, you said, I mean, like, felt like their order was pretty much the same as ours, minus putting Hajime no Ipo at the top. And I, I don't think any of us really, like, watched, watched Hajime no Ipo. So we don't really, like, understand the show minus the you know the history the long standing and then the nostalgia hits for it so mm-hmm. again makes sense to me and, and oh. to all and all honesty i'm just mainly hoping that niggas ain't sleeping on hinamaro sumo you know just because it's not a you know a popular american sport i can see True. the niggas saying oh, i ain't watching that shit yeah, I don't, I don't know anything about sumo. The so plus that I've been seeing though in the comments is that the people who have seen it are about it though. Mm-hmm. So uh, right now, I mean, it just sounds like it just doesn't have enough hype and enough like popularity to watch it in the first place. But once people do, they know. So it's like that's what's up. So that's, that's okay. the thing. So those okay. niggas wake up and just watch one episode. They're gonna be all about it, and mm-hmm. it'll move up. It'll kick. I mean, after round. All it maybe even need is just like another season, just to be like back out there to be like, huh, this sumo show is actually getting numbers in the eps. That's curious. Let me check this out. Then the wave starts. Oh, it's so good. Like, <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's what happened. Most people would be like, ah, right, I'm not into sumo. I'm just like, man, give it a shot. It's good. Yeah. Like, it even got niggas on Afrotaku sticking that they can do sumo in real life. <laughs> I stand by my statement. Oh no! Me and my prime, I'll roll them niggas. That nigga gonna go to that nigga put it go to Japan and watch get the dropped film. instantly. Watch the film, them niggas was normal, bro. 
I'm telling you. They, no. I, and these was these was these was the national champs. This is all I'm saying. And I I'm, I ain't gonna be on my high horse. Y'all go check the whole episode out. Why they got an international limit on, on international players if they wasn't afraid of a bunch of Americans coming in there and rolling their ass. I'm not gonna say it that we don't have a bunch of super swole ass Americans that can probably toss a number of them. All I'm saying is, your ass ain't finna take it. And start tossing the head like the ring. You think it's sweet. Oh bro, you know what? That's like that's like that's like me saying, yeah. That's like me saying, yeah, I'm I'm six two. I'm finna go to Japan and start ducking on all them niggas over there. I'm nah, going to get my ass whipped. If you saw power lifters in Japan and they was like, yo, this nigga's so strong. Oh my God, he bitched 215. You should be like, bro. That's, <laughs> premium, yo, bro. that's, you, know, that's dirty. you know they can do some more than 215. That's fucked <laughs> up. And they were like, oh my God, this dude's so big. And I'm like, bro, it's really not that big. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. I think oh, I, I, I get money out there. I'm just, I'm just, like the only reason I want you to do it is because like I, there's gonna be a homie leapfrog there, and he's gonna be the one to get you. <laughs> I'll be like, that's it. No matter what, watch my anime. I see somebody get down there. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, time out. <laughs> he ain't about to embarrass me. He literally just gone. He on your back, putting you in a choco out of nowhere. You wake up, huh? Huh? <laughs> oh, fuck. That'd be weird. Not getting me. Mm-hmm. But craziness. Craziness. Oh, All right. Let's get into this next segment. Let's mm. talk about our favorite and worst anime slash manga endings. Mm. This going to be a real one. So I'm going to go ahead and start. All right. Go yeah, I'm going to start with Toriko. Mm. This was one of my favorites. Slash worst endings. Mm, I'll I say it's my, one of my favorites because throughout the whole ending of it, I was on the edge of my seat. Every chapter I feel like was was True. free hype. We created True. a whole new freaking um, a type of rating for shows based on Torio, Toriko when we first started this podcast, and it's because fuck, every chapter was was pure, pure hypeness. So um, I definitely have it as one of my favorite endings. But it was also one of my worst endings because it left me with straight blue balls. True. Because I knew that there was so much more that they could have gotten into. But since it was rushed, they had to skip over a lot of stuff and they had to basically nip it in the bud right then and there. I was like, fuck, man. Come on, man. Give us more. Give us more. They just yeah. they just said, yeah, we could, we could, we're going to explore all of this shit and deal with all of these you know, much stronger and larger ob- objects throughout the rest of the universe. But mm. we ain't going to show you. Right. So I was like, fuck y'all. Yeah. Bro, I got a question real quick. Cause like that just made me think of so many shows that end that way. Mm. And I'm like, do you think Japanese or manga would be better if they started manga as a team and not just like with one person with like, you know, helpers or anything? Like, you no, know, it was like two or three manga could come together to make something as a team. That way it's less of a burden and these manga can last longer. I don't think it'd be a good idea because you'd have too many ideals clashing. Creative differences. You know, there'd be a lot of inconsistencies. Hmm. Might keep some of that bullshit away too, but <laughs> I mean, it's, it's right. honestly a fair question though, if you think about it. Um, 
But I okay. thought that um, a lot of these mangakas also got a lot of um, input from their editors, though. That's on, true. On what they should um, have within mm-hmm. their following chapters. Yeah. But that's still, I mean, that, that's still different from what P5 is suggesting in that sense, though. I mean, like, editors are more along, I mean, uh, what do you want to call them? You can call them, like, you can call them, like, guides as far as, like, leading you on your creative path, right? As far mm-hmm. as having different mangakas, they're like, yo, here are literally different creative paths to go to a certain point. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, the process in itself would just be different in, in that respect. And an editor doesn't really pick up any of the slack. They just give right. you more work. That's true. I, I wanted somebody that's like actually picking up some of the some of the work. I mean, so how would you feel though if you read a chapter or whatever and it shit looked beautiful, but then you read the following chapter and it shit looked completely different because these two niggas don't draw exactly the same as each other. You'll see those differences between mm. each chapter every time you read it. And that shit will throw mm. you off every time. Like, well, oh, it shit, this, this a chapter drawn by this nigga. Oh, man, let me hear from you. Sometimes we get situations like that, like when they do the big splash covers, like where it's like two whole pages. Mm. Like, that's all the mangaka, that nigga doing his work. You get purely his art. But then in the other stuff, he might just draw like one person and then his team doing all in the filler stuff. You know what I mean? So it's like there's already multiple people drawing on it and working on it the only difference is the way it's structured now you get one person that's like basically this is what the hell is about to happen y'all niggas just kind of drawing for me and then i I was thinking now if we had like two people artists art niggas can art come together (laughs) figure out some mutual shit in between sure you're gonna get somebody that go crazy and this like hey yo this week the big cover splash was did, done by uh, Taije Kubo, so you know it was cold. Oh, shit, this week it was done by Oda. That, I don't want to <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You might get that. Yeah. But at least I would say, like, besides Oda, niggas really be dropping like flies. Like, how, how many mangaka do we know that really finished a long manga without having to be sped up at the end or not wanting to do that shit or feeling drained? Yeah, My nigga, nigga get sick a lot. Thirty days or three months, rather. Right. No, I mean, I mean hell, just look at um, Hunter Hunter. Right, bro. It could have been finished by now if they had other people right now. You're not wrong, though. I mean, like, there's, yeah. I mean, like, honestly, I mean, you, you got me curious because I mean, you can handle that in a couple different ways. Like, one way I was just thinking of is just be if like, um, uh, you have different mangakas just handle like certain uh, main or side characters. You know what I mean? Like, literally, like, this artist does these characters, these types of scenes, period, from the jump. So it's like you're already used to this mangaka uh, drawing like this for these types of scenes, for these characters. So it all just cohesively, you know, melds because that was your origin in the first place. Um, But, I mean, like, I I see the options there. And it's mad curious, but I feel like the reason why we don't see it is the creative differences, right? I mean, like, I, I know that, like, mangaka's got to have, like, a strong sense of pride with, like, a product that, like, goes this hard. And it's, like, if you even think of, like, you know, like, effing with them and you're not, like, their editors, I feel like they're going to respond pretty harshly or at least intensely. So, yeah. like, thinking about that and then, like, trying to have that work, like, from the get-go, I mean, there's, like, maybe, but I, I don't know. I, I feel like, again, that sense of pride, at least if... um at least if they already have uh, a reputation, 
I'll say it like that. Maybe if you like start off with like some um some like newbies or amateurs um in the mm-hmm. game to all uh, like you know try to collaborate, they'd be like more willing to like just to try to get in the door or something like that as far as yeah. like, their mindset goes. But I feel like it'd be tough if you have like I don't know, like as you just said, like a Oda or like a um Atita Google. So like both of them just said, Hey yo, y'all wanna do one uh, collab together for an entire manga? Bro, bro, you you know? can't draw the action, bro. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I just I doubt that combo is really going to be well. Minus maybe one chapter, and they're just doing it for goops. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna team up with that nigga one who drew uh, one punch man with mm. his uh, ugly ass drawings. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, so Grams, what's your uh, your worst ending? Oh, yeah, so Turco was my my best and worst, but. Oh. Overall, just one hundred percent complete worst. Like, there's even nothing good about it. I'm gonna have to probably say uh, fairy tale. I mean, mm-hmm. in all honesty, the whole show was kind of was kind of trash to me, but Damn. they didn't even Damn. redeem it a little bit at the end. It was just straight ass pool after ass pool throughout Damn. the whole. I mean, like, we can, I mean, like, I, 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 I'm sorry. I just got to pause real quick though. You didn't like FT at all at like no point. Cause I mean, I'm not gonna lie, there was like a shift at some point for me where it's like, yo, I was really about it, and then it just slowly declined. But are you saying that like from the jump, you were never really about? It? Like, I, so I started watching uh, Fairy Tale or whatever, and because um, I think it was like the end of college or whatever. I, I ain't actually okay. going on because you know just in that transition between yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, finishing college and then getting ready to join the real world. I and you. I was like, fuck it, let me check out this uh, fairy tale since it's pretty popular or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was watching it or whatever. I was like, okay, you know, I'm going through it. And I don't know, I probably got like 20 episodes in and I was like, yo, this shit kind of boring. But mm-hmm. I'm this deep in, I might as well continue. Mm-hmm. And I think it was probably also because they threw in a lot of filler in the, uh, in the, in the uh, episodes mm-hmm. for, for the anime. And that shit kind of like threw off the momentum a lot. Every time you're trying to get into the action or progression from the story. Okay. But I was like, yo, this shit kind of boring. But then um, we started talking about it for the podcast. I was like, uh, well, I, I guess I, I, now I have to uh, make a <laughs> dedication. Straight up now. And we're just, you know, going through the motions and trying to get this shit done. And I'm like, fuck, hurry up and end. Because this shit mm. is trash. <laughs> so much ass pool. Mm. So it, it never, it was never a high for me at any point. In the show, Damn. it was always just a straight mid, or that shit flopped. Damn, <sighs> that's cold blood. But I mean, I hear you with the ending, though. I mean, fuck that whole final arc was just yiggity yikes. And like, they're still making manga chapters now, half around. But anyways, that's a whole different thing. <laughs> oh, oh, you doing it from? Yeah, it's uh, wait, what do they call it? The 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 the, the oh the year, the one hundred year um, yeah 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 like that? Oh, yeah 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 that's right. <laughs> Ew. I ain't even bothered. Mm-hmm. They didn't say right. ew. Right? <laughs> no, you couldn't get me to watch that. No. Um, so I'll go into my favorite. Um my favorite ending has to be I, I mean, okay, look, okay, my real favorite endings are my endings of um uh, uh, the ro- rom coms, yeah. where you know the, the we saw the, that coming. It's love, yep. You know, those are my real favorite endings. Uh, but I'm gonna fix a shonen or uh, seinen in I mean, this case. Know, well, well, I mean, if, well, if you want to at least like put a couple out there, you know, yeah, just, just give us something, something for, that the audience can look forward to. That's fair. 
Yeah, let's do it. Dora. Okay. Uh, obviously. That works. I really like it. I mean, the ending left me wanting more, but I was okay. True. Um, I would say um, recently, My Dress Up Darling, so good. So good. It, mm. it, it might take the place of my favorite uh, romantic comedy. So good. That that definitely um, sounds like bro, that definitely sounds on. like some My Little Pony shit. Just the title itself <laughs> sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> bro, my dress up, oh, darling. Nah, dude, that's not it your favorite rom-com. Bro. So good, you were bro. The it's so life good. Rap, bro. Don't hit your own rap like that, baby. Yo, all I'm saying, look, <laughs> I know what people thinking. They go like, oh, okay, I heard there's like some etchy in it. So or some fan service, so that's gonna be why. But trust me when I say this, bro. They got a little fan service in it, but it's not annoying like how it be. It's like okay, he's a teenage boy. I would see this amount like it's it's not over the top. It's usually quick and just kind of funny. But for the most part, the story itself fire, nigga. And it's about like basically a, a cosplayer, and then this guy that like makes like little Hina dolls. Except since he can sew, he starts making cosplay for her. fire. But I'm gonna move forward. If you ain't watched it, watch it. Shit, cold. I mean, bro, uh, I watched it. I got nothing against it, but you like, the whole thing? to be no, I watched the whole thing. You ain't like, like you put me on. I'm no, no, again, like I don't think it was bad, and I do like the flip as far as the like um, her falling uh, falling in love with him and being open mm-hmm. about it, at least in her head. That aspect I actually did like. Spoiler but, is that a spoiler alert? No, I mean yes and no. I mean like she like she comes to her feelings pretty quickly. So I mean it's mm-hmm. not like a super spoiler like that. Uh I mean you if you watch it, you'll know what I mean. But my whole point is that as far as like getting the hype right now, I, I feel like that's a little too much. Like it's nice, Dang. but now to be one of your favorite rom coms from like Mr. Rom com, I think that's a big it, claim. It's getting up there is all I'm saying. I didn't say it was there yet. I said it's getting up there. Mm-hmm. That's it. Okay. But damn, that's surprising. But look, look, please, please finish. Go ahead. Yeah. Um. But I give my favorite to uh, <laughs> um, Attack on Titan. Um, hmm. I tell this to anybody that'll listen. I think Attack on Titan is the most complete anime. It's not my favorite. Uh, it probably won't even be your favorite, but it's the most complete from beginning to end. It's fucking solid. There's never a point where I'm like, damn, can they turn this shit off? Like, but it's also not enough for it to be like my favorite, just really solid ending. Mm-hmm. Liked it. Uh, some people might not, but I fucked with it. Um, my worst uh, is tied. It goes to two. They both hurt me in the same way, but in different capacities. Mm-hmm. Burn the Witch mm-hmm. and The Promised Neverland. Oh, I mm-hmm. thought you were going to say Bleach. Oh, shit. Hold on. <laughs> see, 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 see now, see now. It would have been Bleach. Bleach would have tied, but this is why Burn the Witch hurt worse, right? So Bleach hurt me, mm-hmm. okay, because it had a shitty ending. It actually had a shitty series. Let me say that, not the ending. The middle of the series and all just was shitty. And I was like, you know what? I ain't fucking with this nigga Kubo no more. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Then he made Burn the Witch, and I was like, you know what? Bro, that toxic ex, bro. And I'm like, bro, Burn the Witch fire. I'm like, fuck it. Fuck, fuck how Kubo was beating on me back when I was a kid. Uh, Burn the Witch fire. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> I was right. I'm like, this shit, the next goat. 
on when the next episode come out. They were like, never. <laughs> Only three episodes, bro. Um, so, so I'm going to tell you what you are the equivalent ooh. of. You just, <laughs> so you were in a very toxic relationship with somebody. Mm-hmm. They were beating your ass, Talks coming home ass, drunk, bro. slapping the shit out of you on a <laughs> regular basis. Until yeah. eventually you got to the point where you were like, you know what? I'm tired of this shit. I'm, my, my homie's been telling me about your ass. Yo. I'm leaving. You left. <laughs> Couple weeks go by. You like, you run you run into that same motherfucker at the at the um at this random bar. One like, phone call. <laughs> Hit me with the hand. Let me, big let, me let me slide. <laughs> let me slide through one more time just to, just to see what's up. One more chance. Slide, you slide in. You, you knock, knock them ankles loose. You're like, yo, we might be able to make this work. <laughs> a couple days later, you running through it again or whatever, and then you get ghosted. Like, yo. Ghosted. I thought ghosted. we had something going on. I thought I thought we were fit. We well, were we fixing shit. Get, get everything together. Ghosted your ass. And you pregnant. It is a, <laughs> I'm like, check it out. That's what happened to you. I can't fuck with that nigga Kubo. And so when they was like, oh, yeah, the new Bleach coming out, who? Nope. Nope. You're not getting me three times, my boy. So that's why I burned the witches up there with one of my worst endings because he that would, that built off of Bleach yeah. to disrespect me. You're but right. Promise Neverland. Y'all saw the transition. Y'all oh, was yeah. here when I first picked up oh, Promise yeah. Neverland. Off oh, the yeah. first season or the first couple chapters i was convinced i was praising to the world that this is the greatest anime that there ever will or could be promise neverland is the goat i was trying to put everybody onto it and that shit turned so fast and so hard bro it became so bad that i couldn't even continue reading it i had to wait until y'all finished it It was all right so what what happened and then it ended lame as hell like bro promise neverland Mm mm-hmm what no, a disappointment. I've never been disappointed more in my life. But this helps me because I always had a fear of like, man, what if I raise my kid and they like a disappointment to me? But I can never be <laughs> than promise Neverland. I just like, it's all right, kid. At least you ain't promise Neverland me. You know what I'm saying? So you saying that if your wow. kid was doing wow. all this great shit in the world, curing cancer, out here just, you know, fucking basketball star. Fucking doing everything, you know, doing everything right, and then they hit the age thirty, they turn into Hitler. <laughs> he goes still like, you know what? Hey, he promise Neverland. <laughs> or, or uh, promise Neverland ain't in the history books for shit. I'm like, that's the equivalent to yo 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 kid becomes a doctor, Stephen Strange level, famous doctor. You know what I'm saying? Winning awards, and then it, within a year. They life devolves so bad. You see them on the red line asking for if you want to buy a loose square. Not the red line. (laughs) But loose square. Niggas don't know about the red line, bro. (laughs) That's how hard to drop. You see it on 95th Street. (laughs) Yeah, selling loose squares on the red line. Wow. No. (laughs) For the folks that don't know, that's a Chicago reference. You don't want to ride the red line to the south side. Nope. You don't want to ride that motherfucker the north side either. Eh, <laughs> you want to be on the red line if you ain't got to. <laughs> They're cleaning up a few stops, but yeah, I was saying that's, that's some stops you can get on. You can go to Wrigley. If an if the person that is the you know the person I'm talking about on the red line, they be on that motherfucker nonstop. 
peeing in the corner. You're talking about the homeless person. I know exactly what you're talking about. Having a whole car stinking. I know exactly Bro, what you're talking about. The last time I got on the red line, for real, and I was trying to stay off of it. The last time I got on the red line, a homeless man was trying to get a girl to give him some head in the middle of the train. And then when she was obviously upset, like, yo, fuck you, bum nigga, he was like, bro, point your nigga out, I'll whoop his ass and pee on him. He's any nigga in this train, I'll whoop his ass and pee on him. Mind you, I'm a nigga on this train, so I'm like, bro, ain't nobody about to whoop my ass and pee on me. But you feel me? There's no there's no winning in this situation because either a I fight a bum and now I'm an official bum fighter. Like you don't get no points for beating up a homeless man right. or B I get my ass whooped. I get pissed on my homeless dude. Seriously, no right. I was just like, bro, get me off this fucking train, bro. Like <laughs> that's all I can think. God damn. Damn, I'm Who just wondering what would happen if she would have pointed at you, though. Did she point at anybody? <laughs> Yo! <laughs> you know what's crazy? So she ended up getting off the, the uh, train. She waited until I stopped to get off, which I was like, bro, I wouldn't have been arguing with no homeless man that long. But she did. Power to her. And her man was actually on the train with her. And and firstly, I was up. like, damn, you was going to let dude talk to, talk to your girl like that? But at the same time, I'm like, bro, I just told my girl, like, I'm I'm not fighting no homeless dude today, bro. Like that's not about to happen. So you need to stop talking. We need to leave because I'm not I'm not fighting this man right now. What are you but, doing that? But, but, but the thing about that, did he say anything though? I mean, that's what I'm curious about though. I mean, I'm still surprised he didn't say nothing. That's what I'm. Surprised. He didn't say shit because he was gonna have to throw hands. I'm just thinking, exactly. I'm just thinking about the case where let's say you ain't even you ain't even punching him. You just walking up to him, put him in a hell, and put the nigga to sleep. Now you got this all his stink, all you his really stink do. all over you. You really do. You smell like straight disgust for the rest of the day, and you got probably gotta burn your clothes. Probably. Yeah, bro, like your day is ruined if you fight this man. And your girl ain't kissing you because you know you smell like bum. You got bum bum. That man was wearing Tim's with no socks in them. He took them off and his his feet was ashy as hell, bro. Like he definitely did not take no shower in recent memory, bro. Like Damn. I'd have been sorry, and I know there's a lot of people on here that'll probably be like, "No, you gotta defend your girl." I can't do it. <laughs> I am not fighting, dude. For you, we could just leave. Let's just leave. I'm gonna tell you right now. If you have a daughter, you you gonna say some shit. If you end up having a daughter, that shit is gonna change you, my nigga. If I can get out of that situation, bro, I'm getting out of the situation. So, so Grams, you telling me if you know you could just pick your daughter up and leave? You would choose to fight this this smelly homeless man, risking losing and getting peed on, mind you. You could just leave. I mean, we we're just gonna go to the next car, ain't we? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You could do, they refused. But they to didn't move. do it. They sat there <clears throat> engaging with this nigga for like five stops. Damn. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, that's a, that's a like minimum was 10, 15 minutes. I'm not, I'm not fighting buddy right now. Now, if he follows me, all right, that's a different story. True. But I'm definitely like, no, nah, I'm just leaving. Damn. That was a side tangent. That was a huge that's... side tangent. <laughs> <laughs> Go name now, this episode Redline. Imagine if the bum that was doing that used to be a surgeon. That's how hard Promise Neverland fell off. <laughs> I'll bring you back. So. I forgot the car came from Papa's Neverland. 
<laughs> I forgot we were actually talking about Promise Neverland. That's, oh, that's, how, that's how Promise Neverland hurt. <laughs> 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 wow. All right, hey, hey, Jack, that'll turn best today's story time. That's yeah, right? <laughs> All right, Jacob, what's, what's, your, what's your favorite and what's your worst? But no, I mean, P5 definitely stole my worst. I was definitely going to mention um, Promise Neverland here. Um, as far as best, um, uh, eh, probably, mm, there's a couple issues I had with it, but maybe a full, full metal brotherhood as far as the at least um, – like most anime endings, at least that I, I've been familiar with, they've still left you with either like um, BS endings as far as to um, answers to questions that they've been hanging for a while, or just like the action sequence just wasn't hot enough for a true finale. But um, Brotherhood at least answered all of my questions. And the final, you know, few episodes and like of the fight scenes and the final fight scene with it, I think it like, you know, encapsulated and ended the series overall pretty well. Um, so I know, if anything, Brotherhood is definitely up there. Um, as far as like what I'm thinking of right now, I'm sorry, I can't even remember exactly what happened at the end of it. I just remember that the nigga Ed was fighting somebody throwing hands. Well, I, I mean, that was definitely like, the powers the, of the father or some shit, and he was throwing hands with him. Is that what happened? Right. I mean, like that. That's like I think that's either the last episode or single, like or like a uh, nested last episode. But I just meant like I guess overall the ending of the series, like maybe those final what maybe five, six episodes and like all the fights that were in said episodes, the characters, why um why why each character was fighting certain villains. Um, you know, like a uh, Mustang v Envy. Um I really liked the ending of that fight. Um I think the ending was also when um Wrath um, went in, you know, I can't, why can't I not think of his name? Why can't I not think of his name? Like, but buddy with the swords, who yeah. like cut up a tank. Yeah, I know, I know. But anyways, I mean, like, the, my point is that, like, him just, like, going off, that was, like, part of the finale, which was, like, one of the most, like, you know, berserker um, anime scenes, at least I, I would call it. Um, that was mad dope. Uh, like, the fight between him and, um, I cannot think of names. Green? Jesus Christ. Gray hair. Um, you know, y'all know him. Oh, um, uh, uh, Scar. His name's Scar. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like that fight, mad decent. Um, I don't know. Like just overall, like the the ending though. Like you know, all those fights. Um, how like the story ended and such. I think there that was maybe a little grandstanding, but at least we got like history there. So like the whole series was just, you know, I guess like the whole story, like the whole anime of Brotherhood, just like actually plotted along really nice, and like it just ended. All of that really nice too. So, um, Brotherhood's definitely up there for me, at least for endings. Do, do, do. Um, oh, I guess as far as one of the worst endings, I gotta mention Naruto to mention Naruto because you know I, I'm not I'm not I don't want to like rehash all of it, but I think it's pretty obvious. You know, everyone just started uh, going God status. Characters didn't get the shine that they should have gotten, and the main villain wasn't Madara. Long story short, so. All that was just trash to me. Um, the Naruto was rough. You want to know the, the, <laughs> the thing that pissed me off the most about the ending, though? Oh, God, here but, we go. You know, amid all of that craziness that was happening, it yeah. was simply the fact that they had Sakura helping to put the final punch on the <laughs> final villain <laughs> as if she had 
anything special about her. Like, gee, you're in this fight with three gods, and you and you think that you actually have an impact on this shit? I was like, that is so fucking disrespectful. Y'all need to stop. (laughs) (laughs) These three guys in a fight with me. (laughs) 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 That that is probably what she told her kids, too. (laughs) The the most disrespectful thing about the Naruto ending to me uh, is is developed over years. I used to hate exactly what y'all hated about it, what most people hate about it. As I've gotten older, I found a new hate. And that new hate is young niggas get to binge all of Naruto. They just get to boom, see it in one thing. Mm-hmm. So they didn't have to live with like the week to week disappointment. Mm-hmm. The slow buildup of this shit getting ass and ass and ass and ass. They just got to blow through it. So they like, oh, Naruto, not that bad. It ended kind of cool. No, you're taking it out of context. Because it ended like some bullshit if you had to sit there for weeks and watch that shit slowly unfold. That's a fair so, point. So that's the context I want to put on it for people that say Naruto wasn't that bad. Did you watch it week to week like everybody else? Or did you get to binge it? Oh, well, you also got to admit that they were probably watching purely anime for it instead of uh, following through the manga. So they were probably also absorbed by the animations and all of that. Niggas throwing hands and probably watching that same moderate fight like 20 times in a row. Against um mm-hmm. against everybody in the world, so that no, was you would argue that's also. after the moderate fight. They was like, "Oh, that's all I need to see. Complete." <laughs> 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 but no, that's actually uh, a good point, though, for the perspective. I mean, if you just think about like the final war and like how many episodes that really was, bro, it's like, yeah, you you look at that a little different. <laughs> Because, like, man, I was like, y'all really going to keep going, huh? He's going to go to every battlefield, huh? (laughs) What's the point of separating battlefields if Naruto basically just had to come to each one and fix it anyway? Real Y'all should have just grouped them niggas together and let them whack everybody at once. Real talk. Poor strategy. Poor strategy. Damn. I mean, but that could could be a whole episode. Um... I think those are pretty much at least like the the key ones that's kind of like sticking in my head. Um, oh, actually, the the honorable mention. I mean, it's it's whatever because like most of the series is like pretty good. So I, I didn't want to say this, but the last what was it? Maybe three episodes? No, not really the episode. I guess really is just really the ending. But Death Note, if we're being honest. Um, how Buddy ends up getting caught and that final scheme was not satisfying to me. Yeah. Um, like, as far as, like, how to really put, I mean, I would say that that's, like, kind of my perfect summary. Like, based on his intelligence that was shown throughout the entire show, how he got played would need to be almost on, like, a huge maybe not huge, but at least multifaceted genius level or multiple people, high level intellect scheme to make this work. And in the end, I mean, if I remember right, it was just like a, it was just like almost one little twist that was enough to like take him down. And I'm just like, really? Like just like really this one, two, three combo that that was enough, bro. I mean, like you have countered, so many plots against you throughout this series that that taking you down was so lackluster and ridiculous. It was like, wow, bro. 
Like you had outs in the board. Yeah, it seemed uh, like, I don't know. It seemed like they made him completely go out of character just so they can make him finally get caught at the very end of the show. That's what right. it seemed like to me. That that was the only at least that was like the logic that seemed like what they were doing, but I still I still think that took away way too much from uh for his character and just kind of I I I don't know. Like you I, I can't put this correctly right now into words, but it's like they pretty much said that he was a G, but he was steadily self-destructing to be trash, and then that's why he got taken down. And it's just like, come on. Like, even still, like, you would still, you we would need to see that decline over, at least in my opinion, a longer scale, enough to bring him down to a level for him to get got that easy. You're saying like and I still didn't see that. You have to see him making, like, little mistakes here and there. Right, like, like I would, yeah, I would, I would need to see that progression because again, he was just—I mean, he was just too smart, in my opinion. Like, there's no way that it's just that easy that one little, you know, like one little off day or something takes him out that easily, where he couldn't, uh, no chance to bounce back, and mm-hmm. that's why it just bugged me. Especially knowing how he always had like backup plans to his backup plans or whatever. Right, it's like he just went all in. He said, "I ain't, I ain't, uh, fuck it, I'm not gonna have a backup plan for this. I'm just going all in." Right. But that was that, that's my take on it. But again, like the, again, like most of the series itself, like I, I want to say we don't even really see like you know that final ending of him effing up, and only like two or three episodes, if I'm remembering right. And it's just like, bro, this was like a fifty episode you know series. So you're telling me three episodes was all it took to take down the mastermind of like the entire police department of like a country in a sense? I was like, okay. But, yep. Uh, but yeah, that, those are pretty much all the indies that I could think of that are significant enough for me to touch on. Yeah, that that's definitely fair. That is definitely fair. Uh, wanted to put a little bit of respect on uh, a couple anime I've been watching. Hmm. Um, you know, one Rising of the Shield Hero season two came out. Fact. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody uh, watched that yet. That's fact. I definitely started sleeping on that. Oh, if you're asking, I, I, no, I, I, yeah, I think he's all about it. And now, honestly, mm-hmm. I got to hop back up on that train. How about you, Joe? You take a look? No, no, no. it's um, the, uh, I mean, like, long story short, yeah, I think there are, what, like, three Fs deep um, so far. And it's, um, it's decent. I'm not going to lie. It's, uh, I was waiting for a bigger impact. But the one thing I will say, though, is that I am glad they started off with action. Um, like literally F1, they pretty much like jumped on it from the get go. I'll definitely give them big ups for that. But the mm-hmm. problem is like their villain that they're going up against, like, you know, the big threat right now is, is it's not fitting for me. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm finding it way too random unless they're trying to put some heavy significance on it later on. But right now it just seems like the action was there for only the action. And that's what's effing me up a little bit right now. But I'm still giving it, you know, more of a chance because we're like, again, they just started, so I'm waiting for you know pieces to come together. But so far, it's like eh, I don't know, bro. Like I'm sticking with you, but I- I'm not really feeling the flow completely right now. Yeah, you know something. Uh, I will say that I feel like something is also missing. Hmm. I feel like when I left, and it could just be like nostalgia or something. <clears throat> when I left Shield Hero, it felt like it was in like a really hype place. Like I was yeah. like, man, I wonder what's coming next. No, you're right. And then like, but now getting in, I don't really wonder what's coming next. I'm just like, 
It just feel like I'm watching a show. Exactly. And I don't really know. Maybe it's the time in between the seasons or I'm not really sure, but I just feel like the transition, it didn't catch the wave that I was riding on for my expectation of, of Shield Hero. It's not bad. It's just like something off. I mean, it, it honestly feels like another show just based on how it ended um, on like the main storyline. Because, like, again, like, as, as like, what you said, in my opinion, is completely correct. I mean, I was feeling the exact same thing, which is why it's not hitting as hard right now. Like, they should, like, like long story short, they should be touching more on the main story, period, right now. At least from the jump. And to you, for you to tie in at least this big villain. But, I mean, like, they literally said in F1 that the waves are now stopped. We got to literally divert ourselves from the main storyline to deal with this problem. So in that sense, it's like as soon as you like low-key hear that, at least for me, some now that I'm talking about it, it's filler. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like as soon as they say that, it's like, oh, okay. So we're diverting ourselves from the main storyline. You know, filler. you're right. I feel I feel like it's filler, bro. Like that's what I feel like. You're right. You put that's the the you hit the nail on the head. It should so, got a filler feel to it. Right, and for the start of a second season on a strong wave like Rising the Shield Hero, it's just a mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, again, like it's just F three, so I- I'm being hopeful simply because of you know, like it's like the the nostalgia and like the pre hype, and they did um, tie in a little bit with um, uh, my homegirl, um, the the Filoni Queen. I mean, as far as like um, her touches um, with the tortoise and stuff, so like they bring her back into it and say that. Yo, because you handled this like this, it's about to get real. It's like, uh, okay, okay. I mean, they're, they're still, I mean, the, the point is that they're still backtracking though. So it's like, it's like, oh, um, you dipping and now y'all got to recover. But y'all mm. could have literally just started up like from right. the very get go. So it's, it's, it's just, it's a little sad to see, but I haven't given up hope as of yet. So, right. man, how pissed now, would you be if a whole season was just filler? Like, that me up. With Rosie so, the Shield Hero, that F me up a lot, bro. I mean, like, it's literally might, one of like the hottest. To kill it. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say that might be enough to kill the show for me, because uh, I liked it, but I ain't like it that much. If they gave me a whole season or even half a season worth of filler, I'm good. I'd probably drop it. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's fair. It's sad, but it'd be fair as fuck. I mean, especially with again just how much like hype in the community was for this show. You know, what I mean, like this was supposed to be one of the hottest shows of 2022. Period. And now it's like it's starting off like this. Like mm-hmm. that's no good. I mean, like fuck. Yeah. They're already. And I mean, and that's not to say for anybody out there that is not fun. It's just that I ain't feeling it. I don't know. Right. I mean, if anything, if this was like season one at three, we'd be having a completely different conversation. The problem is that this is season two. Right. Um. But other things I've been watching. Uh. There's this anime. Uh. It's called Uh Alderman of the Sky. Hmm. Oh, you're about um, to spell that. Yeah. A L D E R A M I N of the sky. And this is a shitty part about it. It's only like 13 episodes hmm. and that's it. There are no more. But hmm. it was pretty good. It was like a solid little strategy anime. They in like a a pseudo technology magical world. Like they got pistols or rifles. But, like, that's it. And uh, the main character is just, like, a heavy strategist guy. If, you, if you're into strategy anime, I know that's usually me and MGG, but if any of y'all into strategy anime out there, it's pretty solid. 
And uh, uh, I want to put some respect on Cultural Lives Alone on Netflix. For those of my Slice of Life fans, uh, it's about this four-year-old boy that moves into an co- uh, apartment complex alone. But then, like, the members of the apartment complex start to, like, take care of him because he's a four-year-old boy living alone. Uh, it's kind of funny. <laughs> super sweet. Uh, pretty sad. Uh, you'll cry. I won't. But you will. Damn God. Um, good anime. And I, I, I mean, I just it. got questions. I mean, I, I've heard yeah. things about the show, but that's still always like, but I mean, I'd probably watch it purely out of curiosity because it's like, how did Buddy get an apartment alone in these four? I mean, yeah, I just, just as far as the, the logic question, goes, most, like, that's the only thing. I'm just like, wait, what? Like, how did he finesse that in that sense? Like, I mean, is that, that even legal? I mean, I just got questions. Is they don't leave it like unanswered. Like, all the adults are like, yo, this is weird. Nobody's just like, oh, Hey, Cotero, they like, yo, like this eye, bro. <laughs> not right. <laughs> you know? And then they try and find out while also being like respectful of like mm. his personal. But it's just, it's such a sweet anime. Just watch it. It's cute. <laughs> You'll love it. My boy Cotero funny. Wow. Um, but yeah, it's, it's good. I'd suggest check it out. The last one, I just want to put a little more respect on. I put respect on this one like every week, but Platinum Man. Man, I like it. I like the the philosophical questions they bring up. And so recently in the episode I just watched, I wanted to bring up the question to you. Uh, and I'll, I'll explain real quick for other people is that uh, this anime is made by a guy that made Death Note. And it's kind of like the reverse of Death Note. Instead of being like a death god, uh, there are these 13 people who are fighting to become god. Um <clears throat> And so now that they pass, like, all the fighting and stuff is down to, like, two logical people. Mm. And then they, like, are basically like, hey, so what type of God should there be? Should God be somebody who is, uh, um, I guess, uh, empathetic to people and can understand people's emotions really well? Or should God be a very objective and unbiased person? Hmm. And so, like, if you if we were in this situation where, hey, we get to choose which person becomes God, would you rather be a person that's like, hey, uh, I understand people's emotions. I care about people's emotions before I make decisions or a guy that's like, I am objectively unbiased about the choices I make. Hmm. And it has to be one or the other. You can't you can't have a mix. Yeah, you, I guess you could just blink both of them and see what happens. <laughs> hmm. Any thoughts? I'm like, man, that's such a tough question. Who's right? Who's wrong? I, I have no idea. I think my choice would be the emotional person. <clears throat> uh, I know more people probably think I would go objective, unbiased, but I feel like uh, a, a emotion is a real part of being a human. I feel like that separates us from from animals is is emotion. So but I, that doesn't I make like you a god, though. But what? But what I mean, that's is, the question. It brings though. up the question. <laughs> that's literally animals. the like, question. What is God? Um, I guess it's like, but the way I would think about it is, it, it's kind of like what, in general, I guess is God to you, because in. In my opinion, like how how I like look at those two options is more or less like a human and a machine, right? And if you think about it like that, then it's like 
would you want God to be more human or more machine and logical as far as to how God handles God business, which I guess would enter a whole another conversation too. But like the, 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 the points I'll make as far as why I'm mentioning that is because it's like, what do you actually see God deciding and like, how is God like truly impacting the world as we know it, where the decision of being more human or I mean, be more um, emotional or logical based would truly come into play. And when I think about it like that, I would likely choose emotional also considering I would see God as more for humans than a sense more for the planet, other than obviously we live on the planet and have to rely on it, you know, to live, period. But thinking about it like that, where it's like God is more for me, my people, the people of Earth, et cetera, how can you really make decisions for people, things, et cetera, that you don't understand? So I would just that exact want... same logic as the logic the main character use. Oh, well, there we go. Main character, uh, uh, energy man. He's the main that's character of this anime. That's all like. But that's uh, that's pretty much how I would see it because it's like fuck. If I literally, I mean, if you think about it from like the opposite, that'd be scary as fuck. Low key, like you literally have a main supercomputer in the sky, just thinking what's like the best way for you know humans to move forward and that's like in my head that's almost like like thanos thinking you know if we mm -hmm. want to like tie it in that aspect it's like bro we ain't got sources hmm, how can we handle this oh God, okay no. have the pop like it's not even a question to him it's more just like this is the next move to make and if god made something like that i mean he could do it this, he's got right <laughs> so it's like uh, it could literally just be like computing computing oh bet we need half the population to disappear, and it, and it happens, and that'd be scary as fuck. <laughs> but I, I don't, so, I, I don't, I, know, I don't know, because I can also see the logical side to it. If as if you were, so this is this is how I'm trying to think about it. This mm -hmm. God is literally looking at every possible future that can happen from this point going forward, okay. and looking at every potential um, uh, potential uh, timeline. They're trying to choose that one single timeline that's going to produce the best possible outcome in that God's opinion, whether it's okay. on a on an emotional scale or on a um, on a logical scale. And I'm thinking mm -hmm. that they would choose that most logical scale that would produce what I would guess maybe would let's say for example if they had some type of happiness meter or whatever, and this happiness meter it basically calculates the total amount of happiness from all of the humans on this planet Earth. And in order to reach reach the most cumulative happiness from humans throughout the course of time, I guess, until humans ended or, or whatever, um, let's say if, if, if the world had to end inevitably, no matter which timeline you looked at, hmm. but you wanted to make sure that the happiness meter was at its highest possible um, in terms of cumulative the cumulative scale over the course of time, I can see that God choosing the path line that would lead to that to that happiness scale being at its maximum, even if it included having some some type of large major event that's going to cause a lot of unhappiness, because they know that at the end of the day, the amount of happiness that's going to happen either before or after that major event is still going to uh, create 
that greater amount of positive emotion from humans as compared to these other routes where if this huge event didn't happen, but people are still like, oh, yeah, life kind of sucks. Hmm. That's why I'm kind of thinking of the logical side in that aspect as well, where they're not thinking, oh, yeah, this person makes me feel this way. Like, yeah, I should probably smite this person, but they make me laugh all the time, so I'm not going to kill them. That's why I think about when I'm going to have an emotional God or whatever. Like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I don't like this person or whatever. They ain't did anything wrong, but I don't like them. So, you know, I'm not going to give them, you know, these these uh, these things that this other person would have in life. So that's what I'm thinking of when I think of emotion, because I think, you know, you can have these good emotions, but when it comes, when you, when you have emotions, you also have these negative emotions. Yeah, I don't like the way this person makes me feel. So as a result, I'm gonna do these things to them as compared to the logical side where it's like, okay, I'm just thinking about this happiness skill for all of these humans, and I'm just gonna try to maximize that happiness skill for them all, regardless of what each specific person's lifestyle was. That's all I think. You know, I, uh, I see the, the logic in both sides, uh, which is why I felt like this was such an interesting question because it becomes really philosophical, right? Mm-hmm. It's like the, the needs of the many greater than the needs of the few, uh, which is why, like, obviously there is no right answer because, you know, philosophers have been making this exact same debate, but in different ways for hundreds of years, right? Oh, yeah. Um, but I don't know. I find it interesting. I just, I think, though, personally for me at the end of the day, like Jugga, I can see the benefit of, of rationale and logic, but at the same time, uh, I think that there's inherently an issue with treating people as a statistic and forgetting that people are in fact people, you know what I mean? And then, and then, so then the logic becomes to me that what's more important, a, a person's experience or uh, some arbitrary number that tells you everything is okay. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, mm, to me, I feel like we're the conscious observer. Therefore, uh, what what we want is most important. We should we should let people live their lives. If I were given the power to be God in the same sense of this, I think for the most part, I would just leave people to fucking home. I'd probably stop some major asteroids from smacking y'all off this motherfucker. But for the most part, unless you live your life suffering, happiness included, because then it was your choice. Free will. That's what it comes to. Yeah. But no, I, 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 mean, I, I definitely share your opinion there. If I were to become God too, it's more just, you know, let people be people, period. So. Yeah. There, there's some of them God candidates, that's why I say watch it, even if it's just background noise, just to peep some of like the philosophical arguments they make. Because it's just like with Death Note where you get the idea like, yo, is, is light kind of right? Because some of the choices he make. But yeah, it's some of these guy candidates that I'm like, man, you tweaking, bro. But like, <laughs> I guess you feel me. You were chosen for a reason. You feel me? But it's a good angle. I mean, I started it. I just, I just haven't got back with it. I think I, like, where did I stop? I stopped. Oh, I stopped right when Buddy died. When um, uh, what's his face? Oh, actually, that's a spoiler. Hmm? For some people who didn't watch it, but when um, you know, I'll, I'll simply say when the main villain for a while, you know. GG. Yeah. Um, that's when I kind of stopped. But the only the only reason, at least, I had an issue with it um, so far, like my, like you know, like the the actual um, story, like after the start, with you know, like again, like still uh, mad decent. Uh, I, I got to come back to it at some point to finish. But 
it was curious to me, which I was like still thinking in the background, didn't uh, give it enough time for thought. But the one thing that was curious as far as to the candidates being chosen, minus maybe subtle factors, but I thought the the key similarity between all of them was that they were all they were all uh, suicidal. Like mm-hmm. they were all um, about to commit suicide. And that was the one thing that confused me. It's like, and as far as like, you know, like, like making that the factor to choose God, I was trying to like, think about that as far as like how that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, why would you want the next God candidate to be suicidal? And that was like the, the one question that I couldn't like mute my head over as far as like what made sense there. And I still just yeah. can't think of it. You know something? I agree with you. That's one thing that I was kind of waiting for. Like, hopefully we'd figure out as the show goes on. But, like, as the show goes on, you realize, like, some of these people did not have these altruistic reasons and things like that. It was like, nah, I wanted to commit suicide because my life was shitty. And now that I got these powers, I just want to abuse other people and and go hard. And it's like, hmm. Well, maybe we shouldn't have just chose people based on on them being suicidal. Because <laughs> some people, like the main character, come back with this extra knowledge and things like that after after making the attempt. Others are just like dickheads. So I'm just like, mm, uh, that's a little suspect on their reasoning. I think the true reasoning is um, Japan just got hella suicides, and they was like, this shit will will catch mm. with our our audiences right yeah. now. Damn, I did not think of that. That's a little that's kinda of, damn. That was sad. I, I truly think that is the only reason <laughs> that they made that a, a reason to be God. It was like, you know what? This will probably get with teenage audiences in Japan. That's what yeah. that's gonna make niggas want to commit suicide more. They'd be like, yo, as soon as I get close to this to this point where I have to kill myself, I might become a god. Let's do it. Damn. But the anime spends a lot of time basically slowly deconstructing the logic behind like killing yourself, and they attack it from so many different angles. Mm. Now I'm like, bro, I feel like Loki. This is a propaganda piece about mm. like don't don't kill yourself, bro. Hmm. They should put hmm. the uh, suicide hotline at the end of every episode, right? They really I mean, should, real talk, they kind of yeah. I mean, that, that honestly, yeah. Why I feel like if this dropped in America, like on. Uh, on, on adult swim, they, they would have put to that at the end of it, guaranteed. Yeah, I feel like that just may be like a like a natural TV. Well, not 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 censor, but what would you call it? Like um, uh, like censor. Uh, I, I don't I don't know the right like word to say it, but it's like one of those things where it would come almost with like the rating of the show. You know what I mean? Because it's all centered around suicide. Um, as far as like the warnings, like trigger warnings, um, help hotlines, etc. I mean, that's just at least I don't know if y'all noticed, but I, at least the shows I've been watching that you know touches on stuff like that. It like they they just naturally put it in there, you know, like like uh, like Law and Order SVU. Um, they have stuff there. Um, Euphoria. They have like notes all the times as far as like you know contact S Y and T. They're dealing with um you know I don't know Doing every rape, stuff, uh, stuff like that, etc. 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 Channels right. So, no, I feel like that, if anything, it might, like, literally be a necessity if they do show that on TV in America. So, I see that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but but am, those that's... are really all the anime uh, I wanted to put a little bit of respect <clears> on. <throat> we can hop to the manga section. True that, true that. Man, these tangents. Tangents <laughs> <laughs> right. are tangents on this episode. <clears throat> Let's do it. This is the Tangent Podcast. Yeah, right? Tangent Podcast, bro. So I wanted to kick it off with Black Clover just so I could talk about some of the bullshit I'm hearing in the community before I hop off real quick. 
So first things first, um, the Demon Arcs, I guess we could call it officially over or like the first arc of it is over. Um, and people have mixed feelings about how it ended, uh, especially with there being no deaths, one. And then I think kind of how they skirted around the deaths with kind of the mimosa, hey, I got magic uh, ass pool to, or they feel like ass pool to save everybody. So I wanted to get what the, the Black Hole Reader's thoughts were on that shift or whatever. Like, do y'all agree with the community or, and this is primarily probably the TikTok community, you think it's bullshit or do you think it made sense? Uh, You know what? I'm going to go ahead and say this is that, uh, you know, it's shown them. Right. It's shown <laughs> You know, like, like I just I just really got to say this to everybody that's sitting there like, wow, the ass pool, like it's a shonen. It's literally made to kind of do that. But exactly. let's take that aside. Let's say that, you know, we try and say that uh, that's a, a cop out to shitty writing. I would argue that uh, if we gonna say anything, we should just say what it is. Lucifero's a bad villain. If I were trying to murder people and I saw that there was a kid that can make people invulnerable and another girl over there that can heal people past death. You know what I would do? Simple tactic, kill the white mage. Like, <laughs> first and then go fight. Like, when I looked at that, I don't see like, oh man, the ass pulls. Mimosa keep healing people. Yeah. I think to myself like, damn bro, like, Mimosa why doesn't he just it. kill the healer? No, like real talk. No, I, like real talk. I honestly like feel all practically the same in the sense that like the hate shouldn't be with Mimosa. Like, they've been already played up her healing factors. If yeah. anything, you could just be complaining on the simple fact that um, that Yami and such was in the position to be healed. If anything, that's like would be the more concern as far as to like they should have just been bodied to be bodied. Like, whoop, no chance to heal, no possibility to heal. They're gone. You know what I mean? Right. So, if anything, just don't put it on Mimosa, put on that fact. And then, as a P5 mentioned about like the whole Lucifero fight in the first place, because like, bro, as soon as he came out the gate, he had a chance to body the entire squad and didn't do so. So, oh, I mean, we can literally, exactly, we can analyze <laughs> that whole fight from the jump and just be like, bro, this shouldn't have even been a fight. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it depends on how you want to look at it. But, right. I mean, that whole fight sequence, if you look at it from beginning to end, was kind of wild if you think about it. But, you know, mm -hmm. that's me. And the only thing I will add, I agree with both of y'all points. The only thing I'm adding to it is, to me personally, from a story standpoint, it made sense from the fact that I don't feel like it would have made sense for a lot of those people that could have died to die, right? Um, and I, I meant that more, and this will segue into the second point, uh, thinking that it was going one piece long. I felt like characters like Yami and Noct really just kind of made their impression on the story. And, mm -hmm. like, there's, like, kind of a next level. Well, not particular. Yami, I felt like he this this arc kind of built a closer bond between the Bulls as a team. So mm -hmm. killing him, I think, wouldn't have did it justice because even though they were, like, strong enough, I felt like they weren't wise enough to, like, just be like, oh, hey, we're just going to continue on as the Black Bulls without this nigga Yami. Like, he was still the leader, I felt like. Nobody felt like a good replacement uh... to him if they killed him off. Strength-wise, maybe there's people comparable, but I don't see who could replace him as the leader of the Black Bulls and have the same type of effect on the group the way Yami does. Yami is kind of like a glue in a way, in my opinion. They all respect I mean, him. 
you, you're not wrong, but I, I think that there was still an opportunity, though, to still evolve the story in a sense where they can get out of that whole, um, what do you want to call it? That whole like solitary team rubric in the first place, just mm-hmm. based on how much stronger they were getting. Right. Where, where you like see pretty much like multiple people you can argue at captain class now. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like you could throw in, I mean, I mean, we didn't know that they were like, you know, about to wrap up the story now. But again, if they were going one piece long, you could extend it where um, throw in another time skip as far as to maybe like um, other people now do become captains, maybe like the actual grouping in itself changes all around i mean it's just long story short it's like you had an opportunity to just make it so another captain for the black bulls needed to happen in the first place if that Mm -hmm. makes sense so i don't know as far as like yami dying i to me i would actually counter to say that because of like their growth it may have actually fit more again depending on how the story wanted to evolve with his death than anything else Mm -hmm. but uh, again, that's fair, but I did see a video where someone brought up Yami was one. They suggested also Mira Leona could have died. I think that that would have been a horrible play in the story. I could see it from the impact standpoint because, like, we all like her, and seeing her die would have been like a draw mm-hmm. for people. But personally, I I want to see her like develop more into her own character, and I want them to explain why she don't have the salamander. So I feel like that was kind of L. The one I did agree with, though, was Nazel. And that was because I already mm. hate him, one. But two, I think personally, he did do his job in the story. Like, defe- helping, like, Noel defeat Megacula, they could have played that out in a better way. So it was more of Nazel's sacrifice that enabled them to win. And I felt like that would have been a good tie bow around his character. Like, we don't care about his journey to be the Wizard King. I don't even think it's really a journey in my in comparison to what we've seen the other captains do. Right. I don't think he's really that up there. So I'm like, personally, the real journey was just this whole forgiveness with Noel thing, which they could have closed out by killing him in that arc and just having her move on and basically become a better water mage because of it or some shit like that. So, True. You know, this is what I think. I think that he was probably originally writing the story to be one piece long, but mm-hmm. then said that you're dead. Right. Mm. Like, because, like, when you look at all the story beats you just brought up, all of it makes sense if we were to be getting, like, an in-between Julius phase. Yep. Yep. We're like, all right, just like with Naruto, you guys are the most powerful, but y'all not ready maturity. Like, your maturity isn't there. Yeah. So then you get, like, an in-between, a Kakashi phase. Then I could see a point for Nozelle existing, right? Yep. But like we said, since we're about to end this in one arc, ah, he could have died. Right. Let's <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Mary Leona, no, nah, that's over with. Whoever even suggests <laughs> killing Mary Leona, get off, of, get off of all social media. Stay off the internet. Um, but you know who could have died? The people that like actually died, but then got like brought right. back. <laughs> All those citizens. He could have died. Uh, Laura Pacheca could have just died. Like yep. you know what I mean. Like Fact they could have killed some of them dudes off. That's fair. I hope, like you know the um, the dark triad. I hope they just like stay dead. You know. Yep. I mean, with the last time, if they bring them back, the people y'all just... wanted to die. Right. Um. <laughs> All right, and then the last part with the Black Clover is just um, the basically the announcement that one uh, Tabata's taking a hiatus, and we're about to enter the last arc. I mean, I got some t- thoughts about the whole twist or whatever, but I don't have time to go into them. 
But that part I didn't want to talk about, which is how do y'all feel about um, this being the last arc? And then it does it does it scare you? Because it does scare me because I feel like there's a lot of world building points we haven't yeah. explored. And mm-hmm. I don't really know how long he's going to take the final arc. But I'm like, I mean, we got to touch on Charmy's dwarf thing. Like there's a whole bunch of races he's kind of seasoned in. I feel right. like those might end up on this like unsatisfactory note at the end of it where it's like yeah we yeah. talked about it but you didn't really give us much there this yeah. is that one thing where i just like this is where western comic books are superior <laughs> in western comic books you're like damn that story was fire too bad he about to end it nah somebody else picked that bitch right back up. right <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like damn bro like you right everything you just said it, it hit i feel like it got the potential to world building like you said the sauce is there. I don't yeah. think he gonna get to it all. I right. pray he don't try and squeeze all that shit in like Naruto. So then we, at the end, we feel like, well, like aliens, you know? Right. Like, what? I'm like, just bro, if you go, if you done, if you out the game, just don't ruin your shit at the end. Like 99% of all shonen. I'm telling you. I mean, you that's know? what's scary, but I, I don't know. Like the simple fact of him saying there's only one final arc, to me, I feel like the L is already there. Like, honestly, like yeah. I, I would feel like it's a miracle if we do feel satisfied with the end, right. considering there's so much. Like, there's no way he's going to, like, he's going to either, one, try to pack everything in something so small, we won't be like, this is trash, that was BS, these are pools, etc. Or two, he just says, F them, drops them, and then just makes, like, one final action arc, and that's it, that's all. Yeah. Where it's just, like, still unsatisfied. Or we so, did some Toriko shit where you're like, damn, this has so much potential. I wish you would write a hundred more chapters. And he's like, nah. <laughs> That's it. Exactly. Hey, you know, real quick, I want to say one last thing about Black Clover before you dip and leave. Uh-huh. Oh, 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 Julius, bro. All I got to <laughs> say is check the Carfax. That's Two, three facts. years ago, when Julius first got killed by Patrick, I said, I said, that shit's suspect, bro. That's big. Bad. No way. I was like, that's real odd. I don't trust it. <laughs> that's true. No, I 100% agree. That's some BS. We uh, did say it here first. If you think about it, they don't check, check, get, uh, check 100%. Receipts, bro, for the audience. It. Put some respect on his name. Clarify called receipts. it. That gave you one uh, one goofy save. Like a, a, a goofy, <laughs> a goofy of the year nomination good. save. You could just be like, hey, you said some goofy shit. You could just pull out that car like, no, nah, bro. You can't nominate me for that. Hey, you hey, gotta hey, find something else. Nigga, get out of jail free card. Low key though, get rid of that pass right now. You feel me? Because I'm about to come back with my my number one goofiest prediction every time. A time skip coming. Damn. A time skip coming. Just, I, I did want to talk out like three minutes. I did want to touch on my hero one second because the Dobby story. Um, it, it really to me is lackluster. I felt like. Um, I guess it was cool to get the backstory, but I think they gave us too many pieces leading up to it that like now this big, whatever the fuck they're trying to do, isn't that great. And I think from an anime standpoint, I'll, I'll correct myself there. It's going to be lit watching this fight, right? Flame fights are always going to be dope, but as a chapter, like what, um, Todoroki just pulled out. I'm like, I wish you picked a different name. I, like, I get the phosphorus thing, but, like, I just wish it wasn't Flash Fire Fist because he was saying, like, oh, I did all this work and created this totally unique move, but you kind of still borrowed the naming convention the of all these fire, other moves. Yeah. And I was just like, you kind of ruined the whole spectacularness of it all 
by doing that. Um, so I was I was disappointed in how this fight is going. I don't hate it, but um, like I didn't get a did Todoroki get a superhero name? Like I just felt like it would have been more monumental for him as a hero with this, especially this last chapter. I thought I was going to be like, oh hey, here's my superhero name now. Here's my suit. Like now I'm in this shit for real. But I kind of was just like, well, Dobby, next time we fuck you up, just a direct your anger at us and not everybody else. I'm like, sure. Okay. That was the lesson learned from all this. Like, and he's going to die still anyways. I don't think they're saving him either. So that's true. But um, you never know. Maybe. I thought shit was weak. I agree. I mean, that I'm I'm at the point where I'm like, uh, my hero can only be saved by the animation going hard. It's going to be misplayer hard, and that's what's going to ride it. I mean, you can count on that like, though. That's yeah, they gonna... they gonna make it seem like this shit is fire when it hit the anime because the the mm-hmm. the way it's going to be anime is going to be crazy. Like the jet birds, like yeah. all the heat, like showing all that stuff. Because even dudes Hell Spider, like uh, Endeavor's Hell Spider, look fucking dope in the anime. It's gonna look yeah. fucking crazy when uh, Dobby does it. The way they were describing how like wild and chaotic it is. That yeah. with the little sidekicks that they, the little flame sidekicks these niggas got too. But I just had to call that out. Hey, the fuck the whole Dobby storyline. It was a little disappointing. I really enjoyed Dobby in the story, but this closeout, you know, was stupid to me. So uh, just uh, the last thing that we have for manga highlights, we just wanted to talk about One Piece. Let's talk about this fight between Kaido and Luffy. Bro, and niggas ain't man. caught up with the manga. You finna get spoiled. Can I say this right now? Whatever. I don't even watch One Piece, and I know about this shit. Is is so <laughs> You just talk about it that if you much. don't know about it now, bro. You ain't been on the internet. <laughs> that Jesus is true. Christ, that is true. So yes, this nigga Luffy mm. is a god. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. Like, we were saying it at jokes at first. We saw similarities of it first. But, no, like, actually calling it, like, a Looney Tune fight is accurate now. Completely, 100%. If Buddy thinks of a move, he makes it work and even has the audacity to actually call it a gum-gum move. All right? That gum-gum no lightning? Bro, what? Excuse that me? That nigga, he funny as hell for that. Like, I'm done. <laughs> like, are you joking? But he said, oh, what should I call this? You know what? F it. Gum gum lightning. <laughs> like, oh, what? <laughs> like, I, I was I was so done. I literally laughed out of shock. I was like, this mother effer just grabbed lightning and chucked it at somebody. And just called I mean, it gum gum lightning. Even crazier than just grabbing the lightning and throwing it is the fact that when the nigga got sent into the sky, he grabbed the lightning and swung on that shit like it was a monkey bar. I'm like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> like, are you kidding me? That that shit that shit kind of uh, I, mean, I was kind of thrown off. Uh, I was like, oh, okay. I mean, like so this. the only thing that 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 um, subtracts him from having full tune force is the fact that he's not able to do some of the crazy shit that we've seen in our typical like Looney Tune shows, like pulling a whole damn weapon out of nowhere, like an axe and just slicing. Bro, don't whatever. sleep. This is don't forget this is fight one, bro. He still got many more. I mean, honestly, like, I, I literally gave up in the sense of, all right, now he can literally do anything. I, I, I gave think, him that power in my head. I don't I mean, think he can about. do anything out of, out of just thin air. I don't think Bro, he can do that. I mean, you know, fingers crossed, but, I mean, hey. I mean, let me ask you this. Will you be surprised if he does next chapter? I would be, in all honesty, because 
I feel like none of that shit would be so. Think about it like this: everything that he's done so far, yeah. Outside, I'll say outside of the way that Oda has drawn some shit, like with niggas' eyes popping out or whatever. I'm not going to say that that's something that's literally going to affect how niggas are going to fight in the future. That's just Oda being goofy, in my opinion. But mm-hmm. other than other than that, that goofiness, I think that everything that we have seen so far still falls in line with how Luffy's power works. As if it was still just a regular awakening of a gum gum fruit. Like the nigga can turn instead of like how um how that nigga uh Doflamingo was able to turn everything aside from humans into string. That's Luffy right. just also has the ability to turn living objects into rubber. He's able to just turn everything into rubber and not just buildings and the ground and shit. So that's literally the difference from what I'm saying. He's able to just rubberify anything. Basically, the whole rubber world theory that we've been mm. saying for about 20 plus years. Okay, I can't that's, say that's, I don't see that's that. That's literally what fair. I'm seeing from this. Um, Even with the whole lightning thing, yeah, you can grab lightning because it's still plasma. It's still some type of mass, some type of matter, and you're just turning it into rubber. Mm. If Big I mean, Mom can, okay, if, if Big I Mom mean, can put her souls into shit and turning them into her homies, her homies. I can see Luffy doing a rubberification of those same objects, essentially. Wait, hold I got on. a question. What's up? Another side tangent. I was having this discussion with MGG and a couple other people. I wonder, so what what level of the world do we think uh, Luffy's rubberification goes to? And I thought about this because I thought about Naruto versus Luffy, right? And if Naruto were to do a win Rashengan, which like attacks at like the atomic level, does Luffy have the power to control like the world at that level? Could he be like, nah, my Adam's rubber, bro? Like I don't think so, because homie can still get cut. Like they still yeah. saw him like taking damage from Kaido was at still least, like elemental like types of moves slash even like physical like um uh sharp objects. So I mean like Bunny can still get hurt. Mm-hmm. So in my opinion, that alone should like give validation to um the effectiveness of like the Ross and Shuriken. Yeah, I wouldn't say that he's um, invincible now because of all this awakening shit. Exactly. I think anything that's blunt, he's basically doing the shit that he was doing in the beginning of the show. Anytime somebody hit him with a, you know, a blunt attack, um, like Alvita and all these other characters or whatever, fucking cannonballs hit him, he just fucking shoots him back out. He's literally just doing that the same shit with way more powerful people. Mm. That's literally what I'm saying coming from Luffy. I mean, you can basically say it was fucking... It was foreshadowed since since day one in the show. So, well, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, his like his powers are still in a sense, you know, rubber origin. Like, I get that, but I mean, even Kaido said that you know some of his moves like aren't following principles of rubber. So, I mean, like, well, I mean, I I still would support that though. It may start off, you know, again with the rubber origin. He could still evolve that based on his own imagination using principles that you could argue, you know, defy physics. Um, Defy logic, f around. Um, but I, think, I, I don't know. I, I still, I, I'm, I'm not feeling it. Like I'm, I'm sorry. I just, I, I mean, I like the only thing. I guess I like in a sense is just his overall power increase because we did need to see him increase in force to be able to, you know, f with a Yonko one v one. That's like the only reason I'm actually like, you know, okay. But it's it, it's too much. 
But I still um, don't see how the nigga got more powerful though. I just see that the nigga is able to take take on bro more scale, guys. dude. Because scale, I don't, and again the because I don't see bro. him doing any. I don't see the effects of his attacks being greater on Kaido than what they've what they've been in the past with him doing you know the conquerors coding and everything. I don't see that greater damage on Kaido. Yeah, he's not going oh. on his ass. Yeah, he's been doing he's been doing that for a number of chapters already. I don't see like that that major oomph that you would typically get when somebody has a power up, if that makes sense. I mean I mean like just to use the prime example of the previous episode, bro. I mean, homie took like how many of Kaido's moves straight on and like though he's been taking damage, okay, but he's still like able to dish out attacks. I mean like that alone. But that's what I'm you, saying. Like, his own power up. That's that's all I'm getting at. All the only thing I'm seeing that's literally different from him is being able to take on more attacks. Is being able to just bounce back from all of these attacks. I don't see the effects of his actual attacks being more powerful than what it was before his awakening. That's what that's all I'm saying. I'm saying him having more durability, more uh, his defense stats just jumped all the way up, but his attack stat from what I'm seeing doesn't look like it jumped up as well. Mm, I got a question. Uh, go. Is Luffy, from what I've seen, it looks like he's not putting like hockey on. Is it just automatic now, or could he do kind of like a Goku, like, oh, I could go Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan? Could he like have this mode and then throw some hockey on top of that? He automatically has hockey all around him. I, I, from what I understood, from what kind of was saying, he's basically coding his whole body is coded in the, I guess, the uh, combination of the coppers, hockey, the, um, uh, man, yeah, you lost me too. I mean, like, I know you're talking about, but as far as the names, yeah, GG. Uh, yeah, I don't know why I can't think um, of them. My brain, has but, been, my brain has been going all day. I know, dude. Oh, shit. Sorry, good. But no, um, like, yeah, like, pretty much as Graham said, like, you more, he more or less just, I guess you could more put it where it's like we're now in scales of fights with certain people that you just kind of naturally assume that every blow, every block is hockey based. Mm -hmm. I mean, they, they actually they said this in this chapter too. Since uh, well, I mean, that was actually a decent reveal. Thinking about it, but as far as like him, uh, Kaido saying that Roger didn't have a fruit, that was actually pretty huge, low key. But anyways, yeah, he um, said, but he, he said also said, said fruit shit don't matter. It's all about hockey in this world. Exactly. Like the like he pretty much like stated what like what were pretty much was like the whole feel of the series for like a decent chunk of chapters now, where it's like as long as you have mad decent hockey. You could be mad decent. Like well, it don't matter about like powers, it don't matter about nothing. All it's all did hockey. His arms turn black. That wasn't right. like. Yeah, that's just straight. That's just arming my hockey. Purely yeah. arming my hockey. No conqueror's coding, in which supposedly conqueror's coding is more powerful than, than oh, arming my hockey. Right. And that's what we're seeing. He's basically his whole body is coded with with the uh, conqueror's coding now. So all of his attacks automatically are going to be more powerful than if he was just turning black. It this whole Luffy turning into a freak creature has only bothered me in one case. One thing, it makes the beginning real fucking suspect because now Shanks didn't just lose some random ass rubber through. Like, oh, I'd have been like, Luffy, my boy, we got to take that out of you, bro. <laughs> oh, you say you going to kill his ass? Bro, you say you going to kill him? <laughs> I got to because it's not just no. No random rubber fruit, bro. I gotta take that from you, bro. No, but got, bro, no, but here's the thing, dude. I don't think Shanks his intention was to actually use that for like for his niggas or anything like that. 
from what I've been seeing, his intention was to actually take that fruit and go and find Ace, you know, while he was still a child or whatever, and give him that fruit with the um, belief that he was going to be the next Goldie Roger to actually change the world. But then when he saw that Luffy said the same thing that Roger said back in the day, he was like, yo, he might be the real nigga. So that's why I'm going to uh, make this bet on him. Boy, I need that up out of you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro, he on that black dude status, man. Yeah, right? He's going to cut his ass in the back. <laughs> he bro, we got to cut that up out of him. Damn, Damn. that's fucked up. <laughs> that was wild. But I don't know. Now, what, now, now where Ace at? And Go right. Roger from the grave, like, so you going to let my son get a hole in his chest, but this loose nigga get to beat him? Okay. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You're not I, wrong though. I feel some type of way about it. I'm just saying. You're not wrong though. Fuck. I mean, if you think about it, there was literally no guidance. Like Luffy could have died multiple times at any point, and mm-hmm. Shanks would just been like whoopity whoop, scoopity scoop. I'm like what? <laughs> like from a fruit like that? Ace the fruit. He'd have saved the world by now. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what he I was mean. actually getting trained up by good niggas. Luffy was uh, literally first episode. My Nevs was floating in a boat, not a, even a boat, a barrel. He was just floating loose Ooh. in the ocean. <laughs> in a You're not wrong. He should have died. <laughs> he should have died. <laughs> you not wrong, man. Not wrong. You're not wrong, he definitely should have died right in the beginning of that show. Bro, like, <laughs> wrong nigga ate the fruit, bro. Saying how I feel with Deku. Hey, wrong nigga ate the fruit. Leave it at that. Damn. But that's hey, man, fun. you ain't speaking lies. I, I, I'll give you that. Right? <laughs> Once you start recontextualizing shit, like, oh, he wasn't just some loose rubber nigga hanging out in a barrel. Like, my nigga, you got that shit. <laughs> and you just choose to float loose in a barrel, like until somebody finds you, bro. Like, <laughs> somebody find- <laughs> you really do have to be a goofy motherfucker to just close the lid. You like whatever happens, happens. You just sit there in darkness <laughs> in <laughs> the sea, bro. Yeah, as as- in the sea, your natural weakness. Like you touch water, you dead practically anyway. <laughs> My nigga, a fucking sea king could have just came and said, mm, "That barrel smells good." Yo, bro, a, a wave could have came in. <laughs> that's, it's hilarious, bro. One storm, story over. <laughs> like, that's it. That does, that does put things into perspective <laughs> on how stupid you know, he is. It's somebody somewhere that's looking at Luffy Barrow and is like, no, this the nigga that was in that barrel that one this nigga in a barrel, bro. I could be a billionaire right now. <laughs> <laughs> There's somebody that remember that. One of them two niggas that found Luffy, bro. They had a bar telling the story. I swear to God. Right. Oh, low-key was... It was the Navy, right? Wait, wait, hold on. Was it the Navy or Alvita? Wait, who first found him? I don't know. No, it was Alvita. They were pirates. They were pirates. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, they, they just chilling, talking about it. Like, damn, we really could have got some, too. Mm-mm. <gasps> They should have just threw his ass right back in the water. End of the show right there. Could have. Just like that. Fuck. But I still appreciate how goofy he is at the end of the day. I mean, the reason I fucked with it in the beginning of the show, because the show was actually funny. It's actually a bit more serious than I would like to know, honestly. 
I mean, I guess, but it's just it's just this fight, though, right? I mean, this is literally a huge historic fight, and they're making it like so goofy now. I mean, it's it's got to be placement. That that that's all, really. Like, if he felt like I, I don't know, if he, I'm trying to think of like a good place to like fit all of this. I mean, I personally can't, but. I don't know. If anything, like it, it I guess it was fine. Like that, those first panels of him, like you know, first getting used to his power. Like, oh my god, I'm enough in God now, right? Going, going, going. Like, uh, you know, chapter is over. All right, serious fight. But what I'm saying is that that serious fight never really started. This has been a goofy fight from start to at least well, low key. I guess now finish uh, possibly in the next chapter. It's been literally goofy as soon as he went God status. So it's mm-hmm. like. Fuck. Like if anything, I, I guess maybe if he, it would even make more sense if he started straight dominating Kaido. Granted, it would that would have been effed up for different reasons. Yeah. It at least would have it at least would have fit, uh, fit the whole you know goofy god. Now it's like, bro, I'm a literal god. Like I don't care if you were Yonko, you can't s with me no more. And that's why he's doing goofy ish. I'd be like, eh, it follows a weird effed up logic, but okay. I mean, we're still talking about Kaido. Like he should never be a pushover under any circumstance. But again, that's other. That's what I was talking about with other issues. But at mm-hmm. least the goofiness would have fit. But I, I, I don't know. It's just it's just not it's just not sinking with me, bro. Like, I feel like there has to be there has to be levels. There has to be a balance with this, and I'm not seeing the balance. I got you. I got you. That's fair. That's fair. The but I, I guess like the one point to emphasize again, though, it does look like it's starting to wrap up, wrap up. So that's promising. Oh, hopefully it really does, because it just seems like this has been dragging for a minute. Yeah, definitely. I'd be like, yo, this shit needs to hurt for him, bro. This nigga needs to pull out some type of major attack and get this shit over with. The man that got right. his ass knocked out like three full times already, like, damn, he could knock out again? True. And then we're going to have to look at another 10 chapters? Nah, dude. <laughs> nah, get this shit over with, bro. Stop playing. Everybody done for like Manga should really, you know, wrap up the fights, bro. Let Lead that shit to the anime. If you don't know if your shit gonna get anime, all right, draw your shit out. But bro, you one piece. They gonna animate your shit, nigga. Like, whoop this nigga, keep it moving, bro. The anime will fill it in. That's fair. Yep. Hey, I'm just gonna say, hey, from a nigga that ain't a one piece stand, that nigga need to quit action. His action. But but like guess what? It. You know you wanna know the fucked up thing though? What? They definitely ain't even gonna end this fight anytime soon, because they're gonna first have to hit us with a flashback. You know they always got to hit you with a flashback before the fight is over. So there's going to be more chapters of that shit. Even that final punch. Uh, oh, you guessed it. Flashback time. So that's, that's the fucked up thing. They're going to flashback to what Shanks' ass was thinking when Luffy ate that shit. It's cool. <laughs> you know how many people lost for that? JoJo and them dead. <laughs> What y'all want me to kill a kid? Yes. Yes. Bro, we pirates. What do you mean? We don't give a fuck. Shanks. Wait a minute. Shanks ain't you gave up your hat, nigga. We already already made merch. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That nigga gave his hat and his arm. Don't, 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 don't. That's true. That nigga gave his arm. That's true. Because I'm like, bro, nigga, you could have hockey arm and hockey, nigga. Why you lose your arm? That's before, actually a good question, Luffy. My nigga, he could have just killed the fucking monster right before he even got to Luffy. That's plenty of, yeah. he had plenty of options of shit that he could have done. This is what that nigga did. That nigga was like, look, bro, this little nigga ate this fruit. He gonna become a god. 
I'm gonna lose my arm because I know I'm getting old anyway, so that Luffy will forever feel that he owe me because I lost. Damn, the long game, bro. Long game, because as soon as Luffy like, yo, oh, I'm the god of this world now, he be like, remember me, bro. You know what, bro? Come on, you you one of the bros. You, you lost an arm for me. <laughs> then one day Luffy gonna be like, bro, didn't you have armor man hockey? No. <laughs> Luffy ain't that smart. <laughs> Luffy ain't that smart. You the coldest nigga with hockey on the planet, though. Like Luffy ain't that smart, bro. He ain't, he ain't the thinking type, man. <laughs> Somebody could chopper. Just how a chopper be like, hey yo, chopper. <laughs> you lost it to a fish, a big fish. Something ain't adding up. He's, he could be like, you got the sus. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm getting the same feelings from Shanks that I'm getting from uh, Julius. Julius. Yo. I'm no out up right there. <laughs> Yo. I'm saying, bro. I'm saying. That's I mentioned it shit. before, but I mean it's it's a possibility. It may be a little slim, but it's definitely out there because he was there with like the elders of the navy, like, bro, let me talk to you about this mother up named Luffy. So yeah. I mean there, there, there's questions around my guy that no. I don't know. The answer may be Shanks pull up to a whole whole military guarded base. Mm-hmm. Go walk up to that bitch, no extra niggas, and walk in and out. But you telling me a shark fish? <laughs> <laughs> that don't make no sense, bro. True. That's true. And like but, at but, that time. But for the second time, let's go over to um, MVPs and goofies, because the nigga does got, got half shit to do. Because I'm a big nigga, so I also gotta eat. <laughs> so let's go ahead to these MVPs and goofies. Who wants to start it off? Uh, oh, fuck. Um, I can go ahead if you want. Yeah, go ahead. All right. So, uh, my MVP, I'm going to give it to my boy, uh, Damnadio, Damnatio, however the fuck you say his name. Uh, <laughs> from Black Clover yeah, yeah. with the scales. Uh, uh, King Kara Clover's son or cousin or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I give it to him because he pulled up on Julius. Uh, which one was just fucking bold. What a bold thing to do. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he pulled up on Julius and was like, hey, bro, basically was like, I think you the the evil nigga because a uh, time wizard or time devil is the other evil guy. And you're the only nigga on the planet with time magic, which is like such a shitty thing to use in court, you know? But like, as we've seen from Damnatio, that nigga don't give no fuck about evidence in the court of law, bro. So, uh, yeah, he went up there to book that man. I just thought that was so bold because, like, okay, let's say if you found out it was him, what was he going to do? Whoop his ass? But, I mean, that's what – see, that was my only issue with the confrontation, though. Like, I was about him stepping up, but I think he should have stepped up harder, right? Like, let's say if you were that nation and, like, you, you were, you know, trying to run up on Julius like that. Bro, I'm not running up on Julius if I think he's an evil mother effort strapped up, ready to go as soon as he sees my face. Like, there, there is, like, not really a huge conversation, minus my gun's already pointed at you when I'm saying it. You know what yeah. I mean? And, like, him not having the scales out when he said, bro, you evil. Like, the scales would have been out. The fact that he, like, Julius got the jump on him, that's the only thing that effed me up. Like, there should be, like, maybe not a fight, because I still think dudes would, like, wreck that kid. But, I mean, there, there should have been at least a little confrontation, but homie just gets insta-dropped just because he was dumb enough to be like, bro, you evil. Ooh, fuck, I should have had my scales out. No. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, giving him this MVP purely off of the tenacity 
needed to just pull such a goofy ass thing. Like, <laughs> like you said, the dude, it's not like it's a mystery. He's the wizard king. We know he's the most powerful wizard around. True. He should have just like, no words, boom, instantly trapped him with the scales. I'm like, all right, bro, now while I have you trapped, let's have this conversation. Fair. Like, that's how that should have went. But, um, Hey, that's my MVP. You still guess you gotta be a bold ass nigga to pull up on the strongest wizard in the world and accuse that's him of true. being the bad guy with no plan to actually stop him if he was the bad guy. <laughs> um, my goofy goes to uh the unnamed sniper in Platinum End. Uh if you were here for hmm. the rest of the podcast, you would have saw that uh I talked about Platinum End, story where there are these people trying to become God candidates. One of these God candidates is like a 12-year-old boy, uh, and a sniper decided to shoot that man, which is like, if I saw some niggas with magical powers and shit floating around and saying they God candidates, first thing I'm not doing is shooting them niggas. Like, I'm not shooting them. <laughs> Thinking of all, if it's a kid, too, boy, you going to hell. Like, you, they just told you God real. Why would you shoot a kid? <laughs> no matter who become God, boy, you getting it. Like, you going to hell. Damn. I thought that nigga was stupid. That was the dumbest shit I seen all day. <laughs> but hey, maybe in that world, you don't go to hell for shooting kids. Yeah, but all the gods saw that. So, like, whoever of them becomes God <laughs> gonna know you blew a fucking 12-year-old boy's chest open. You, nigga, you get it. What a goofy mistake. Nah, never. <laughs> you just sacrifice your soul for country and purpose. Damn. Good job, nigga. <laughs> but those my MVP and goofy. It's some goofy shit. Oh, sure. oh. <laughs> Alright, so my my MVP, I'm gonna have to give it to that nigga Jim Bing in one piece. Because yeah. he's, he's been constantly doing clutch shit. And, mm. you know, even where we at right now, the nigga is definitely, like, this whole fucking island, or whatever you want to call it, is on fuego. That, that shit is toast. That nigga mm. said, all right, bro, just give me give me that water, bro. I'm going to send that water all over this, all over this bitch. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to extinguish this whole damn place. Firefighter of the year. I ain't even a firefighter <laughs> anymore, but he definitely has my salute. That nigga definitely mm. is... is he just saved every fucking body on this whole island. So I, I gotta give him I gotta give him props for that shit. Just for being able to, to do what he did. Even though that nigga Rizo is the one who actually was holding all of the water, fuck that nigga though. Because I'm not <laughs> that, I'm not <laughs> he, he he supplied the water, but that nigga didn't control the water. <laughs> he utilized it to the best of his ability and saved that everybody on this damn island. So he's my MVP just mm. for that. And that nigga always does does some clutch shit. He gonna he, never take a hill. And um, then I'll give it to the my goofy. I'm gonna give it to Elon Musk because that nigga, that nigga just been tweaking nonstop. The goat? No, I said goofy. Yeah, I know, but he's the goat. How did he get goofy? I mean, he might be the he might be the Twitter the Twitter goat for the crazy shit that he be saying. But I would not be purchasing Twitter and all honestly if I had his money. I don't think I'd be making that that purchase. I think oh, that's, that's a goofy what he did. Yes, yeah, he's he's offering what forty three or fifty three. Billion dollars to buy uh, to buy Twitter. I could, I mean, I could I never. A, I could never. I'm sorry. Hear me out, bro. Hear me out. If Twitter was normal social media, 
all right, whatever. But we've literally seen Twitter over the past two years in 2020 be used for like global political sway. True. Like when when Donald Trump got cut off of Twitter, like nigga, that was headlines, bro. Like Twitter kind of powerful I, for 42 billion. I get the power to tell whatever government official I get to say what you get to say to people. I don't like that. No, that's against my guidelines, my boy. Can't say it. That's strong as shit. I'll buy that for $42 billion. Yeah, I mean, if we're being honest, I mean, Player 5 said it best, right? I mean, it's like literally a news platform. And like, I mean, it's social media, but it's like the top of social media, right? I mean, it's like, fuck. So, if anything, I think something that strong should just be open to the public. That should be like publicly traded, no CEO like. In a sense, that, yeah. that shit too powerful. Would make, that would at least makes sense. Oh no, my, my thinking is this. You buy that shit and then as soon as any feature that comes out that niggas don't like, what's to stop niggas from just saying, all right, I'm going to go to this other app because he just fucked this whole this whole platform up. We're going to go over to this other shit. They over here building up. That's going to be the new news platform. Now, boom, you just bought this whole ass thing for 53, $43 billion dollars and that is shit going down because you, you decided to make some fucked up decisions. Even if it flopped, you still got a solid 10 years to sell it and make something. Because remember when Facebook was going or MySpace, like niggas was still able to sell it 10 years after ain't nobody ever really got on that bitch for a little bit of money. And I say like the amount of power you'll get for a minimum two years, because you got minimum two years before it become a nothing space. The amount of power you have is absurd. Truly, you can sway uh, elections across the globe with just like a flick of the switch. Like, oh, I don't, this nigga not on the, the shit no more. His tweet's not popping up. That's the reason a lot of niggas leaving Facebook because Facebook be on that dirt shit when it comes to what they put in front of you. You're right. You're right. I think mm -hmm. we should get rid of that. But then I also know that that leads to the Internet Wild Wild West days. I, I lived through them days. It was bold. I don't know. <laughs> The internet was wild back then. Hmm. But yeah, you know, I, I can't just let you call my boy Elon on a goofy. That's my goofy, man. Just, just for that purchase itself. I can't hey, do it, man. I'm sorry. Um, my MVP is going to be um, Yuta over in Jujutsu Kaisen. I don't think y'all check it out, but long story short, my man's just a straight G caught multiple bodies in a fantacular fashion. Um, not to mention, I still got to see the movie, but I heard homie like showed out in the movie Hardcore too. And the Jujutsu Kaisen movie is like still doing numbers, if I remember correctly. So just an all around G. Um, Goofy for, again, don't got to rehash it, but literally Luffy because he uh, Goofy. I'm done. I mean, it rhymes with the name. I mean, it, I mean, I I don't gotta like restate what I've literally just said <laughs> for like minutes, but he's he's literally a goofy now. So, yep, good job, congrats. <laughs> I'm gonna right. say real mm. quick because I saw uh, MGG MVPs. I gotta oh. put some respect. MGG was gonna put respect on Kotaro and Boji. Those are our, our little homies going hard out there. I'm just putting mm. some respect on they cold. No, I have been seeing like the the pics and like the memes of them together. So like the the, the timing for both of them makes sense. I yeah, <laughs> that'll be the cutest show ever. I see. And then um, also MGG's Goofy of the month is people hating on Black Clover. 
I don't know if you uh, if one of y'all hmm. want to talk on that. But uh basically, you know, we had talked a little bit about it earlier. Um, you know, you could hate on Black Clover for not killing people, um, but really it's a shonen. They don't really kill people. So, like, if you're expecting a seinen from a shonen, I would argue that's kind of goofy on you. That's like going to watch a Disney show and be like, why are you not ripping people's heads off? <laughs> that dude totally getting his head ripped off right now. Like, well, you, you can't do a Disney movie, bro. Like, what were you expecting? And then, two, it's like it's also not as much of an asshole because they did season all of it, right? So, like, you can dislike something, but you just can't start calling everything an asshole, especially in Black Clover when they really season stuff. Like, they let you know, like, look, we got two white mages. One can keep you from dying, and the one can heal you even if you die after this one kept you from dying. True. And, like, damn. Why the fuck didn't Lucifer just go kill them first? That nigga was outclassing everybody in power. He could have literally put his foot through both of their skull before anybody could have reacted, but that nigga decided to sit there, talk shit, and get his ass whooped. So, therefore, that's why I believe Lucifer is a shitty villain. I'm all aboard for that. If you think Lucifer is a shitty villain, you're right. But you can't really blame like the nature of shonen and things that they kind of put there in the past for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like as player five said, like the best way that I could summarize it is just simply people are mad at the wrong things right now. That's it. Like their, their, their focus should be on just on other factors, not on mimosa mean period, or even like, uh, as player five said, the, um, the characters themselves, um getting healed that way etc um so i mean like honestly i I just feel like they're just attacking black clover to attack on black clover because black clover didn't ever really get as much hyper love as it really deserves um Mm -hmm. i guess there's been like more recently sure but still not enough considering like how he's mad as the goat right so they just said oh here's a reason to hate 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 so I mean, they just coming out the woodwork just just to say something, really. So I mean, fuck. I mean, if anything, they should actually be getting like some big ups, or at least like, oh fuck. Like honestly, it shouldn't even really be hate. More so as just more talk on the show. Period. Because of how it ended. Like, I mean. As far as the community, and that's what it sounds like, but the community isn't actually hyping up one of the biggest, like, things that even happened in the chapter, which was the Julius switch. That's Mm -hmm. F&E, bro. (laughs) Like, what? You talking about Mimosa when there's, like, a huge discussion that could be on Julius, the backtracking, the F&E, where we see signs for, the F&E, as, like, Player 5 said, literally getting got by Patriot, question mark. Like, what? I mean, there's there should just be an overall conversation slash, like, hype. Like, oh, dick. Knew that shit was like for two years. Right? But not the effing, oh, yo, my most like, hate, 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 hate. Like, like, come on. Like, where were you at, though? Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. like, her power was healing from the jump. Like, what's the progression in an overpowered battle anime if not, like, I feel like her progression was pretty normal. And then real, they told you from the jump, that man can literally paint anything he want to. That's why he's the youngest captain ever. That dude only limited by his, his imagination. imagination yeah. and he imagined a space where nobody could fucking die. Boom. Fits his power. I don't really see asshole there. They said he could do it from the jump. Why not just 
kill the white mage. <laughs> oh, because Lucifer is fucking stupid. Okay, shitty character. Mm, but They couldn't let me in the Black Clover I don't beat they ass, boy. <laughs> Why did he kill Real and, and Mimosa first? Oh, oh. <laughs> Nobody's being brought back to life. My God, we're all dead. Like, that's how <laughs> Oh, but, fuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. but yeah, that's that's it, everybody. Mm-hmm. I think that's just a wrap, though. Yep. So again, we will see y'all in the next one. Until next time. Peace. Oh, this mother. <laughs> and I was just getting ready to say it too, and he just came in and swiped it. You ain't shit. It's fine out here now. Grab's wow, five. Grab's five. <laughs> All right, y'all. This is a real one. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>